You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. Like a seagull to the face, you're listening to PHP Ugly, episode 246, where we're hoping to raise enough money for our Patreon supporters to send Thomas Rideout to space. Not to return, just get rid of them. I can't hear you mute in space. I'm your host, Eric Van Johnson, and with me is John Congdon. The, the other part it made sense. The seagull to the face didn't make sense. I don't get it. You, you got to stay up on Twitter, man. Got to stay up on Twitter. And Tom right up. Yeah, I'll take that money. I'll go to space and then be too busy to go. <laughs> not, 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 ever, not ever return. That'd be awesome. How's everybody doing? Happy to be back. That's for sure. Were you gone? No. Canceling no. <laughs> how, was, uh, how was your... How was your... Yes, you did. You All went right. to uh, old old people's place, uh, Palm Springs, here in yeah. beautiful San Diego, or San Diego, California. I Personally, well, I've first... never heard of a week-long proctology appointment, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think after, after about then. two or three days, it's just fun at that point. Yeah, I, I am surprised you're sitting. <laughs> Uh, how was your the, how was your time in Palm Springs? Uh, it for the most part was amazing. Uh, so rewind further. I was in Jacksonville the weekend before, came back, and then picked up the family and we went to Palm Springs. And watching my kids swim is so much fun. They're finally like able to really swim versus staying right by the steps. They're they're little fish just all over the place. Mm-hmm. Well, now you got so, the Olympics, so you can point at that and say, "See that? You'll never yeah. be that good." <laughs> no, be that don't, good. I don't, I don't hate you that much to make you be that good at the sport. Uh, you don't know me that well. <laughs> <laughs> Your thing is chess. Now back to work. Exactly. I need some advice, and I'm hoping you guys or somebody listening has good advice for me. I, I'm hoping somebody listening. <laughs> We stayed in a VRBO in Palm Springs. Uh, a what? A vacation rental by owner. Like almost like an Airbnb, oh. just oh, another yeah. version oh. of it. All right. And the place was great. We loved the house we stayed in, the pool. I mean, we were there the whole time. We are out on time. You got to be out by 10 a.m. on Saturday. We were out at 9.50 something out of the house, locked up. And two days later, we get our the refund of our deposit. So, so you either have the option of $100 insurance that is not refundable, or you put down a $5,000 deposit that you get back. I'm like, $5,000? Yeah, but you get, a, you get it back, right? It's, so it's like, okay. a, just in case something happens, but I'm like, otherwise I'm spending $100 that I'm never going to see. Mm-hmm. We're very responsible people. We don't break stuff. We're good. We left. Everything's in great condition. 27 hours later, the... The cleaning people show up to clean shattered uh, sliding glass door mm. that they took out of my deposit before sending me my money back. Get a lawyer. Nine, nine, $960 for so here's, a glass. Here's what you do. So if it, it had, had you done the $100 insurance, it, it would just have been that $100? Right. Here, here's what you do. You tell them, I'm no expert, but my friend is. <laughs> and... 
if we sue you in small claims court, in the discovery process, we will find out how many people have had the same problem and have had to pay you for it. So you can refund me my money, or this can be on local news like it always is. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth all the time. It's just a lot of money, and it's... That's like, a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. For a broken door. Did they send you the pictures? Yeah, they sent me pictures, and supposedly it's double pane glass, and only the inside is broken. So they have the entry records of when we left and when the cleaning crew showed up. And within pretty much the same minute that the cleaning crew unlocked the door, they text the picture of the broken slider. So does the picture have metadata on it? That's a I bet I don't know. I haven't looked that. I might look at the metadata on the picture and see if it has the right date. And obviously, I assume they didn't have cameras or anything anywhere. Right. I'm inclined to believe that it is the right date, mainly because looking out the window, I can see like the umbrella exactly where I left it, stuff like that. But Mm. it stinks. It smells bad. It's it's frustrating, is what it is, when we know that everything was in perfect condition when we walked out of the house. Um, The first thing I would do is look up renter's liability laws and see if you are liable after you leave the building. Um, And then from there, I would resort to petty theft or petty threats and uh, uh, (laughs) declaration of having lots of lawyer friends. I I somewhat hinted around to that one. I said, can you please send me any additional pictures from inside, from outside? Uh, copy of the receipt because we're trying to figure out our next course of action. I've, I've found mm-hmm. that the best the best threat doesn't threaten anything other than uh, the most vague of things. Like before I before we take this any further, I think we should. I think I should talk to my brother in law <laughs> because then it just lets their mind run wild. Like his brother in law. Like wait a second, why would he need to talk to his brother? Is his brother in law like a justice of the peace or like? <laughs> yeah, anyway, no, he's, that, he sees Mark- this a lot. That's all. Yeah. Long story short, it was a great vacation. We were very happy. Just a crappy ending to it. Yeah. I heard you had a ton of fun, like, breaking things, too. <laughs> Just like uh, like Rolling Stones hotel type thing. Well, next time I pay for the $100 and then purposely break stuff, and then I feel better about myself. Yeah. See? Lesson learned. Mike, so so that hundred dollars, that five thousand dollars, that that wasn't with the owner of the establishment, right? That was through some third party, the, the whatever the company is. Yeah, through VRBO. Okay, all right. Hmm. Yeah, it, it just sucks when you know you did you did nothing wrong and then that happens. Hmm. Yeah, but and it seems really coincidental that somebody who didn't take the hundred dollar insurance is the is getting dinged uh i don't know i mean you you got wily kids they they could have done i don't believe you totally john i just don't but uh you know i'm just saying it's just it's just suspicious that yeah somebody who doesn't take the hundred dollars insurance is getting dinged with this so yeah that's weird yep but how are you thomas how how was how was your week sorry go ahead john you came back i just came back got back to coding and loving life all right that's it so it's occurring to me now that not sharing the screen is is not helpful for you guys. Yeah, we have no idea what's going on, no, but no but if it happening. keeps the stream going, if it keeps the stream going, I'm I'm happy with it. Well, let's let's see if I can if I can do both. Okay, let's let's take some time and figure this out while we're live streaming. While while uh, while uh, Tom is doing that, uh, if you happen to be listening to us live in Discord, I asked a question earlier. It's going to play into things later, but I asked people on discord to name like their top four 
PHP podcast that you enjoyed listening to. Not this one. Not don't take this one in consideration. We already know we're <laughs> your worry. favorite, so That's don't don't be. worry about that. So, <laughs> so if you're listening to us live, uh, we appreciate that. It, it it factors into things. Jesus, you didn't have to what get all, all upset and throwing things around, Thomas. I know you ask him about his week, and then he kind of breaks stuff. It's been an interesting week. I will say I am not I am not one of those people who's who's prone to headaches, but the one that I currently have started three days ago. It's a tumor. That's what I'm thinking. I, I have a interestingly enough, I have a very good friend of mine that called me out of the blue. I haven't talked to him in years. Happened to know his wife is at a specialty hospital because she's had a migraine for a year and a half or two years now. Not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your concern. Uh, no, it's, I'm just it's, saying it could be worse. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, or it could be cancer. <laughs> I, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better today. Uh, I did. I did get a little. I got a little like headache, nauseous, which is, I, I guess, a thing I didn't know that existed before. Uh-huh. But uh, feeling mm-hmm. better. Feeling better now. Uh, Any idea what what brought it on? In all seriousness. No, all, all, all seriousness, I thought I just hadn't eaten like recently enough and took lunch late and had something to eat and it like got better or worse and worse. And then uh, it did not get better. And the next day it was worse. And then it started sort of like fading in and out. So yeah, I'm being, being told to check my levels. I, I'm going to tell you, I, I was so excited for the show and you guys have completely bummed me out so we may we may be postponing exciting announcements for later no now is when we need the exciting announcements well i I don't know we will we will ask eric about his week and then maybe we'll get some exciting announcements we're not i don't know i mean it kind of ruins the fun now i've i've been told by an insider that we will not find it nearly as interesting as he he does I, 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 I totally realized last week when I was editing the podcast, I, I have really <laughs> oversold this. Yeah. The insider, like, by the I, way, th- was this, Eric. I, this is something totally for me, <laughs> like, not for anybody else. <laughs> while, while I was in Palm Springs, I'm walking the dog out back. I'm like, oh, crap, it's Thursday night. So I tuned in live for like three minutes while Tom was announcing he was going to be speaking at a conference. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's coming up. And Tom also, I don't know if you stuck around long enough, confirmed he is going to Longhorn. I did hear that. I am going to Longhorn. Mm-hmm. He will be Have in fun. Austin in October. Just need to get the let ticket, me, hotel, and airline taken care of. Pretty much well, done. Let me, know, let me know how it is. Pretty Pretty close to done. <laughs> Didn't you say it was being taken care of on Friday last week? You know how anxiety you works. Talk, anxiety is a, anxiety is a funny thing. You said it's being taken care of tomorrow. <laughs> I I had incorrectly figured that if I just mentioned it to my project manager, that the rest would get taken care of in the same way that if I mentioned things to my wife, the laundry just is clean. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, it turns out I was mistaken. I have some work to do. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Well, I am still hoping to make it. Oh, you're planning on going for sure? No. You both have <laughs> tickets. You have, have tickets. tickets. I said I am hoping to make it. There's still a long time between now and then. Things happen. I'm not committing to anything. Remember that part where I was saying like anxiety is a complicated thing and just... 
anyone, how was, anyone how can was make it flying, worse. How was flying to Florida, John? It w- was a piece of cake. It really wasn't. Oh, bad. really? Yeah. Oh. Too Did bad you had to wear a mask on a plane? Yep. You have to wear, yeah. Outside of it being in Florida, correct. Uh, yes. It, you're supposed to be masked the entire time, except for eating or drinking. Um, so yeah, I would drink a lot then. I mean, all the more <laughs> reason to drink. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep them coming, lady. Yeah. Every yeah. time he drinks at an airport, he gets a new laptop. I don't see the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. You, don't, you guys don't forget shit, do you? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. But yeah, outside of, <sighs> outside of that, it really was a, a simple trip. Layovers were easy. The, the crappy part was they changed my flight on the way home. They bumped it back an hour. So instead of leaving at nine something from Florida, I left at eight, which in and of itself isn't a big deal, except for the fact that I purposely didn't want to get up that early to go to the airport. But it mm. made it for a three hour layover in somewhere in Texas. I want to say Austin. Yeah, but you had your switch, right? No. Why then why I have, have a switch? switch? Because now did, it's my kids. Well, did you go by yourself or did you take the family? Just by myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not gonna put the kids on an airplane right now. Not until they can get vaccinated. Well Tom, you you might be excited to hear I spent a little time in VS Code this week. Ooh. I uh, I was talking to uh, the people in Discord, and I, uh, I told you a lot. I'm not being hmm? devil's advocate, but I'm thinking about PHP Storm this week. <laughs> we'll get into I, I that later. It doesn't, doesn't make a difference. I, honestly, so I'm, I'm going to tell you. So I was talking to the pe- people in, in Discord. I, I forget what initiated it. Last week, I told you that I had loaded up that uh, NeoVim configuration uh, in VS Code, and I was very happy and pleased with it. Oh, that reminds me. I just changed I just changed that literally today. I wonder if it still works in VS Code. Um, so I spent a solid two days just in VS Code. I was frustrated, and the things that frustrated me, I, I, wor- I figured out and worked through and fixed. Um, like a couple of key bindings weren't there that I wanted. So I, I'm still doing my Vim thing and all that. And uh, I gotta gotta be honest with you. Between so I I now have I spent a good amount of time in PHP Storm and a couple days in VS Code, and I, I've also refreshed my uh, NeoVim configuration. And I gotta be honest with you, as somebody who was doing not not necessarily a side by side comparison, but probably PHP Storm edges out VS Code for like speed and in. And features, but again, PHP Storm, right? PHP right. PHP Storm is focused on PHP. VS Code is more like uh, it, NeoVim so, so or Vim, nice. right? It, it does everything. So I think for what it does, it, you know, it's, it it worked really well. Um, I don't think I would. It would. I don't think it would be right. like if I didn't have PHP Storm and I I was down to you know, Vim or, or VS Code. I still don't think VS Code would be my everyday driver, but I would I would want to stay up on it enough so that if somebody asked me for advice, I could help them in VS Code. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was it it was it was good. I mean, you know. So when you when you it, said it, PHP it, Storm edged it out and was faster, in which way? Because I always assume. PHP Storm being Java based would be very bloated and heavy. Uh, yeah, and and even though uh, VS Code uh, is an Electron app, it, it it just seems like 
and this might be my my vim coming out in me, but it just seems a little less responsive. It's, both of them seem way less responsive than vim. Like hmm. vim, as far as speed, well, that makes of coding, sense. right? But you know, when I when I was going because I was doing VS Code, and then I, then I would jump to PHP Storm, and I don't know, it just felt like VS Code. And it could still be my configuration, right? Like I, I don't, I, I actually have had VS um, PHP Storm for a while, and I keep it pretty current on plugins and, and patches and things like that. Uh, my VS Code, you know, I, I I just spent like half a day getting it configured. So I, I could probably still be doing some optimization. But for me, like, it just seems a little sluggish. It was the weirdest thing was the thing I reached out to you about, Thomas, and the, our, our people in Discord helped me out with was the project management. Because, again, this is my biggest gripe. I'm not, not gripe. This is, this is my edge case is I'm jumping between projects a lot. Like, I am constantly going right. from one project to another project to another project. And I couldn't find that in VS Code. And somebody's like, oh, yeah, you, you really want this extension. Like, I guess VS Code had something, but it's not that great. So I, so I installed that that extension, and then it took me a little while to figure out how, how to work with it. But once I got that, it was okay. But I don't know, man. It was just like... Um, like even even like the weird weird things like the inline git blame like I I wanted I have that in Vim I have it in PHP Storm I wanted it in VS Code so I found it I installed it and like even things like that it like takes like two seconds to show up whereas in PHP Storm it's pretty instantaneous you know it's maybe a second but it's pretty instantaneous and then even moving around just like didn't feel as crisp as as PHP Storm like PHP Storm itself. Like you say, John, it, it can be sluggish. Like it can be kind of, kind of not, not totally responsive. <laughs> yeah, but VS Code was just like. I mean, it felt like it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. You know, but it just <laughs> didn't feel like quite as sharp. And then, again, it might have just been my configuration. I don't know, but it's uh, it's good. I, again, uh, as far as like for me, Laravel, Livewire, those new that um, uh, Laravel idea plugin that you have to pay for for php storm <sighs> i mean it has something that beats beats out my experience on vim which is uh it has a little helper you can run where it goes through all your migrations and figures out all the column names that you're creating and then does auto completion for column names so wherever whenever you're doing something that you're calling you're like you're doing a model you're saying where id equals or where and then you're going to type in something, it knows that's going to be a column name in your database. So it starts giving you like the autocompletion of what you have in there. And really? that's just something I don't have in Vim and didn't have, I, I, again, might be a plugin in VS Code that I don't know of, but didn't have in VS Code. Uh, the Livewire integration that they have with uh, PHP Storm is still you know, way above everybody else's. You gonna ask a question? No, I was when you were talking. I was thinking just like database queries, and with with PHP Storm, it has the data grip database connection, so it knows. But you were talking about specifically eloquent and things like that mm-hmm. using yeah. using the. I, I don't add. use like I don't use even to this day. I still don't use database and. Uh, 
and even the Git stuff, I don't use in PHP Storm. I know it's there, and like the couple times I try to use it, I it just doesn't feel right. Like it's so much easier for me to pop over to uh, pop over to a terminal, do lazy Git. I, I can see my diffs. I can. I mean, it, lazy Git is just it's just so much faster. Like, I, 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 yeah, I'm just curious because I I use the Git integration with PHP Storm for checking out branches, creating branches, rebasing, looking at my diffs before committing. Committing, pushing. So you do like, see diffs uh, when you do when you do commits. Yeah, if you double click on a file, it'll show you the, the diff. Oh, of that so file. you have to click on the file. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Or, okay. So they've changed the commit window, so now it's integrated within. If you switch back to the modal, it you don't have you as you're scrolling through your files, it automatically shows the diff, and I kind of mm-hmm. missed that. But the the integrated one is. Fine as well. You double click on the file; it brings it up in a split pane, showing you the both the before and after. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love PHP Storm for doing my conflict resolution. Uh, I still I still use it for that. Yeah, yeah. So VS Code's mm-hmm. conflict resolution, at least with GitLens, has been so good. Like GitLens has just been amazing at resolution for me. Yeah, um, so what's that experience like? It, you really it takes it shows you the blocks that have changed and gives you the like mine theirs or both and from both you sort of go line by line and resolve it yourself so so in php storm you have you have three panes right you have you have right. you know, what you're pulling in what you have and the middle pane is the merge is that what you have in vs code i have one pane and it shows pain. and it shows within that pane the sections that have changed or or need need merge conflict resolution between them and i find it so much easier than the whole three pane i i never figured out the three pane thing see and, i i love with with php storm and the three panes i almost almost always say Give me all the non-conflicting lines between both files. So it just brings everything in. And then I scroll to each block, each conflict. And it, I try to figure out which one is more accurate. Choose that one and then make any changes I need in line to bring in the other changes. Oh. And I, and and I, for, I understand the- that, but it just never clicked with me. It never clicked right with hmm. me. Hmm. Interesting. And, and for the record, Vim does have a similar conflict resolution interface i just i i never learned it that well i probably should i just never did See, I, I love i love using vim diff I, i've never used it for git resolution but mm-hmm. i use it often especially when i'm comparing like csv files or something i will write out to often have a file one and two on my hard drive where i write a bunch of stuff to file one a bunch of stuff file two use vim diff and then i can quickly go through and find my differences. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to throw a massive wrench in the whole conversation because PHP storm announced they're supporting generics for PHP. So the most requested it feature is. of PHP and it's being done by the IDE, but it's not I, I part of the language. Yes. Generics isn't in, in PHP yet. It's not going to be in PHP. So it hasn't been, a, it hasn't, been a, uh, it hasn't passed yet. Uh, it's not going to is sort of the the end of the the end of the conversation according to Nikita Popov is there's three ways of doing generics and they're all bad. Um, it doesn't work for for a number of reasons depending on which iteration you want to use. However, type hinting for generics in the IDE totally makes sense. So 
if you use an annotation to type hint for a generic, PHP Storm will now make sure that it enforces that generic and tracks the child objects coming from it as if they were objects that it, that it had a known state of. So right now in PHP Storm with the lack of oh, generics, so, so with yeah. generics, you get an array of a known type of object. So I have an array of user objects. <clears throat> and in PHP land, an array can have any number, anything in it. It can be an integer, a float, an object, or even a function call. Um, but in the IDE, you can say, this is an array of users. I expect an array of users, so treat it like it's an array of users. It can't validate that that's what's coming in, but when you're... but when you're coding within that function, it can know that it's supposed to be those things. Right. So when you start so looping no over, right, you start looping over this array that you've declared as a generic in the annotations, then it will attempt to autocomplete and validate within the IDE that you're calling valid methods on the object, valid properties of the expected object. Where currently I, I start a loop and then I, I use a, annotation to say this variable is of type user right so it's either give me an annotation somewhere in the class versus in line in the code right so th this is all a result of nikita popov's big research into the three types of generics that could be implemented into php which is as an article that he wrote in january last year that i cannot understand <laughs> it, it, it quickly goes Option one is just drop caring about them, like allow support for generics, but don't enforce them, um, which obviously has its issues. But then option two and option three, I don't understand. He, he gets very quickly into uh, memory spacing and C class typing and stuff that I don't want to deal with. So it's, it's bad. But the end result of his, his statement was, a post on uh, GitHub that had one comment and 145 thumbs up, which is like, yeah, <laughs> he, he comes, he comes to the conclusion that generics just aren't going to work for PHP and everyone just sort of went, can't argue with him. Uh, he, he did all the work, <laughs> but it sounds never like, say, because never say never. if you, if you don't know, mm -hmm. Nikita Popov works for PHP storm. So it sounds like he implemented generics as a helper for PHP in the IDE. So is that what brought you back to looking at PHP Storm? Yeah, because the more I go down the rabbit hole with generics and how they're useful and why they're useful, it is not, well, okay, as he says in his own article, it's not performant for PHP to implement generics. Things aren't going to get faster because of it. <clears throat> it just allows for a smoother development pipeline. And so if you can get that into the IDE, then it kind of doesn't matter that it's not implemented into the core. Because the whole point of generics in the PHP world is to help streamline the development process. In the, yeah. in the, in the world where you have, you have a lot of memory management stuff going on with C and processor management, and you care about these long-running processes that are doing things that have to communicate back and forth, then it matters. And I'm totally paraphrasing. But his conclusion was that doing it the optimum way in PHP is adding complexity to the code that some people will have to maintain that they won't know how to maintain, and it will provide almost no performance benefit. So it's just not worth it. That makes sense. The If you're really that worried about making sure you have the right objects, you should be checking it anyway coming in. Because if you, I'm assuming if generics were implemented 
and you got an array of things and something was wrong in that array, you're going to get a runtime error or some. Right. Some yeah. The best, anyway. best case scenario is you throw an exception, which you're going to do anyways. Right. So that's why option one was basically implementing generics and then throwing them out at compile time, because that's, that's what people were asking for. But then when you try to implement that into PHP core, you'll never get the votes to get it passed. So it's a total catch 22 for like, do you implement this complicated thing that brings no benefit to the table or do you just say it's not going to happen because people don't want what they think they want and it won't be long before other ides kind of pick up and do the same you're muted tom you're muted that's my experiment this week is that this was announced today i want to see how long until vs code has it so was it announced is they're going to do it or it's done and it's available now it's in the tw- uh, the 2021.2 beta right now so you can get it uh, as part of the you know the beta branch, but it's not in the official release. And I'm very curious to see how long it takes somebody to see this, think it's a good idea, and add it to VS Code. Eric, because so, just said, oh, so far, that's how VS Code has worked. Someone has a good idea, and someone else just puts it in VS Code overnight. Eric, Tom just said official release. Weird, huh? You, you, you weird. know what's never very complicated, weird. Jim? John, you know what's really never complicated? Monitoring your application 24-7. Honey Badger transforms you into a DevOps hero by combining error, uptime, and cron monitoring into a single easy-to-use platform. Stop wasting your time tailing logs and deploy with swagger. Visit HoneyBadger.io today to level up. Thank you, Honey Badger. Thank you, Honey Badger. Thanks, the honey official Badger. sponsor. That wasn't awkward at all. PHP Ugly. <laughs> Why? Was there an official release that I don't know about? Because I brought that up and then you, you cut over there. Yeah, what have you done, Eric? I told you that there would be hell to pay if I didn't hear anything about any secret projects this week. <laughs> well, I was trying to bring more to the table. Uh, John, do we, do, we have, do we have something to share? Possibly. Uh, yeah, you want me to share? Let's, let's start. So this is, not, this is not... I mean, I'm excited about this one. This was another kind of side project we've been working on for a while. This is the one I've been going crazy about for the last couple of weeks, but I wanted to bring more to the table because it's just not that much. <laughs> Go ahead, John. Uh, this is really just a, a, a pet project that Eric and I have been working on. I, no joke. No joke. It's no secret. I like playing Ultimate Frisbee and trying to get the groups together to schedule things is a pain in the butt. There's a couple different ways that my local groups do things. I don't like any of them, so I had an idea for ways to enhance this process and do a lot more with it. So uh, Eric and I created callgameon.com, and it's currently in beta. So beta.callgameon.com. It's just a simple way to it's basically create events very early very rough we we don't very, we, very we haven't yeah, even put a front-end team on it yet it, it's uh it, it's really just what i what i did in tailwind one weekend it, it, it's like the, the 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 ui is not there there's a lot of features missing currently a lot of features missing. We, we, we're putting it out there just to start getting some sort of feedback. I'm going to announce it to my ultimate groups here soon. The, the goal is create an event like a pickup game that is public at a public park or a private game, say a home poker game. Those have been our two kind of use cases recently. And you, you need X number of people to participate in order for it to call game on. Hence the name. So I, I create an ultimate game. I say I need at least eight people to say yes. You get a bunch of people 
joining. They say, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. As soon as you get to eight people, game is called on. Everybody's notified so that people know to show up. Nothing more. Nothing. It's very simple. I mean, in theory. I'm looking forward to it. I was thinking about it. In theory, you could actually use this for meetups as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we may, we may even add some feature functionality for that. Like, a, you know, wait for them to upload presentations or something. But well, so we haven't we haven't talked about meetups in what feels like two years. But this this was an issue with our meetups was that like there was no news for six months, so we kind of just sort of filled spots. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a big presentation to make. Like here's the Laravel thing that's mm-hmm. happening. <clears throat> so I could I could totally see this working for meetups where it's like once there's enough news and enough people have signed into it, signed up for doing it, then we yeah. call or them or, or, or yeah, just so. like John said, hey. You know, do, do do we want to get, you know, five, ten people together and talk about, you know, the newest PHP stuff? And if enough people join up and, and agree to go, then then game on. Meet up on, you know? Yep. I get the feeling this is powered by some kind of cron monitor. Oh, yeah. Honey Badger is definitely in there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> No, oh, oh Argus. Argus. Well, we don't have any cron jobs on it uh, currently, I don't think. Um, yeah, we don't. Nest, we nope. probably will eventually because we'll, prob- we'll probably want to do some like notifications when when somebody signed up and the game is on. Like, give people like twenty four hours notice that the game is about to about to happen or something. So we'll probably build something mm-hmm. in there. Yeah, we'll we'll throw we'll throw it we'll throw it in Argus. Yes, uh, Ralph, you're absolutely correct. Laravel, Tailwind, Livewire, it's all that that was that was the marching orders when this was actually our first. Livewire, Livewire is a first class citizen project where we weren't implementing Vue and then, you know, sugar, sugaring some Livewire into it. We're like, okay, we're not Im- implementing Vue. We're not imp- implementing any JavaScript framework. We're, we're using Laravel and Livewire. And then, of course, obviously with Livewire, you get a little Alpine JS and yes, some Tailwind currently because that's the only way I can do CSS anymore is Tailwind. I love Tailwind. It's fantastic. And the new Tailwind stuff, if you guys haven't seen it, is awesome. I, I, I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but I had a video for it. It's pretty, pretty cool stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so that that I was. Just don't something. do any front end. I, I wanted to. I wanted to have something for the people because I feel really self conscious about my other other big news. <laughs> do you want to do that now, or you want to do that later? Now would be a good time, I think. You think now? Well, I want to. I want to say I noticed that you've you've got some t- you've got some Tailwind stuff. You've got a, a few. You know, some UI stuff you need. Oh to yeah, take a lot of. of well, there there is no UI. Really. I don't consider anything in there UI. But go on. Well, I, I read, I, I got a fantastic article today about a UI issue where a, a guy was trying to check out on Olive Garden through his iPad. And Olive Garden's site was using a viewport height calculation that is kind of bugged on mobile devices, mm-hmm. specifically iPads. And he couldn't check out because the checkout button was below the viewport. It was rendering oh, I, too low. I, I've had this happen before. Well, go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a technical article that breaks down, you know, for the first half of it, like why does this occur and how do you handle proper viewport height for uh, mobile devices? But then someone asked him, how much money do you think they've lost because of this? So he actually did the mm-hmm. math of the how many people on average 
are you using the website? How many of those people are mobile browsers? How many of the mobile browsers have this bug? And how much is an order worth? And guess what his lowball takeaway was on losses because two point four six million dollars. Not even close. Okay. Forty two million dollars. Also not close, but the wrong direction. <laughs> Eight million dollars. How does so? The question is, where does he get the numbers from? Like, where does he get? Well, that's 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 the second half of the whole article. Is that he actually he tracked he tracked down that this company that built this website is owned by a conglomerate named Darden Restaurants, and they all use the same. I'm going to warn you about something right now because I I went through this in the enterprise. We always had this exercise, and there was always this. Well, if the site is down for. 30 seconds, we lose $4 million. We have all these calculations that show this. And, you know, we sit there in ops and like, okay, if we're losing, you know, $4 million every 30 seconds, then we're like a billion dollar company. And there's no way you can convince me we're not. You know, it's like always this like extreme (laughs) case of, uh, I'm not saying it's not accurate. I'm just saying. I I totally understand. Totally understand what you're saying. But remember that this. This is a this is a situation where the system doesn't come back up mm-hmm. ever. Is that if you are trying to buy food from Olive Garden on your mobile yeah. device, you cannot. Right, you can't. But I bet a lot of those people that are trying to order just call. call. In yeah, exactly. Or truck. Call. I had right. I, I had this issue. I have this issue with. I want to say Fresh Brothers Pizza. There, I have problems ordering on a mobile device from them all the time. Whether it's their captures broken or something and it annoys the hell out of me, but I ultimately end up getting my food. Like, right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You, you, using, you find alternative. Yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't stop you from but, ordering from them. You just know, I ah, don't use the phone because their 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 mobile version is shit. You know, call them or, or use the desktop. At, I don't disagree, but the the observation that this bug exists on the the websites for Olive Garden, Longhorn Steakhouse, Cheddar Scratch Kitchen, Yard House, Capital Grill, Season Fifty Two, Bahama Breeze, and Eddie V's, and that they have Darden to be is losing, not sponsoring us. You don't have to plug all of their restaurants. <laughs> they have to be losing some money because of this. So, somebody I'm is sure. just I'm sure they're giving up money. and walking away and. Going but, somewhere uh, else. but we know, and we know. I mean, come on, we're all web developers, right? We we know. Uh, so I was going to explain that um, with Argus and even with Call Game On, uh, I had an issue uh, with Tailwind and the fact that uh, certain components, certain Tailwind components, were being dynamically generated. And what happened was uh, I was running Purge CSS. Thanks to shout out to. Uh, friend of the show or at least friend of mine i don't think he likes the show i'm not sure how much he likes me actually <laughs> michael dorinda uh helped me out with acquaintance this. michael dorinda <laughs> casual acquaintance somebody i know uh reached out to me when i was ha- when we were having this issue with argus uh, our little support bot was not showing up and what happens is um yeah, you know, when you run npm run prod, it runs purge CSS. So all these dynamic CSS components, it's not a Tailwind thing. I, I think I, I said it was a Tailwind thing. I, we're using Tailwind. It's not a Tailwind thing, but it's whenever you use dynamic CSS components and you run purge CSS, 
it doesn't see those components. So it just says, okay, well, I'm not going to build that component because you're not using it anywhere in your code. And so with Argus.2, like our entire support bot wouldn't show up because it was this dynamic component that gets loaded uh, based on uh, some conditions. And we actually had the same thing with Call Game On. Like just last week, I'm, I'm like, I go, I, I go to create a game. I'm like, Jesus Christ, how do I, how do I, you know, announce the game? The button's not there. And then I, I remembered. I'm like, oh wait a second, I bet you it is there. And and what what was happening is Purge CSS was removing those components. It's just like little things like that. It's like, oh, what a pain in the ass. And and then you start to think in, you start to factor in, like you said, mobile devices and all these other peripherals and i mean it's, it's a moving target for us it's always been a moving target for us uh i i i don't fault i don't fault the company i i tell you what i i to this day haven't come across a good medical interface that makes sense anywhere even on the desktop i'm like this just doesn't work you know it's like as much money as these industries have, oh, you can't boy. you can't give me a clean interface to make an appointment and see my appointments and see my prescriptions. Oh man, it's it's a moving target, man. It's just whatever. I I read an article that I, I wasn't gonna bring okay. up. <clears throat> but it it was it was like number one on Reddit last week or two weeks ago, and it, it, the title was "Technical Debt Isn't Always Bad." And I was like, I gotta I gotta get to this article. I gotta get to this article. It was, it was an open tab on my browser for a week, and I finally read it, and I was infuriated. <laughs> I, I was Why? I was livid. The article came down to basically resolving technical debt takes time, and. As a developer, sometimes it's better to get things done quickly and ensure job security by having things to fix later. And I, and I was like, "What the fuck? Are you kidding me?" So you laugh. I hear that's John, ins- I hear that's I hear, insane. Hold on, this is always one of my my pitches in business against hiring contractors. It's like there's no motivation. For and I, I listen. You, if you if you're out there and you're making a living as a contractor, PHP developer, God bless you. I, you know, I understand. I have a business I have to run, right? So, but to me, <laughs> business of contracting PHP developer. Well, no, no, that's the whole thing. You don't contract with us. You're on a retainer with us. So if you don't like us, if we're not delivering for you, you drop. Right? You 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 know how much you're paying us every month, and that's my pitch. For a contractor, there's no motivation to do a good job. There's no motivation for them to finish quickly. There's no motivation for them to use, you know, they're just, I mean, yes, you may have a contractor who's good and does that. Go ahead. I only, I only, I only partially agree with that because there are people who, there are people who are motivated by quality as an inherent attribute of the work that they do. Absolutely. 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 But the article, the article made me mad because it was encouraging people, in my opinion, to not learn how to handle technical debt on the onboarding process. Right. It, it was it was telling them bad code pays well, and that was that it was, does. was like, hey, you don't have to become yeah, it does, but you don't have to become a better developer because being a, a worse developer can pay well, and like you're not supposed to say that part. You're supposed to say you're supposed to whisper that in dark corners of the internet. You're not supposed to write it on <laughs> medium, you know. Yeah, that, 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 that's, that's and that what, was it. 
like, that's our it, whole it tells, business model, it, 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 right? I mean, our whole business model is you're not paying us by the hour. You know, we have a vested interest in getting things done efficiently for you and and with compliance because okay, right. And, and the the guys that are the best. Negative.com in case you are looking for uh, to get in touch with us. The guys that are the best at their sport or at their video game or at their their math are not the ones who have spent the most time doing it. They're the ones who spent the most time perfecting. Yeah, absolutely. It. Yep. There, there, there are a lot of backyard quarterbacks who have done more time throwing a ball than Tom Brady, who are not nearly as good as that him. might be a bad example, but yes, you're, you're it's a bad, you're ex- it's a terrible right. example, but, <laughs> my, but my, the point, the point stands. I don't yeah. know sports. I was going to say phase clan, but they're, they're in trouble too. So, yeah. The, is that when you, when you're hiring a contractor, you're not, you're not necessarily getting the person who's done 20 years of their life doing the best code you're getting somebody who's done code for 20 years of their life mm-hmm. and when you hire a company like diego dev diegodev.com <laughs> then you're getting people who are dedicated to the art of the craft wow and i, I hated wow we need i hated this you. article because you're a hype <laughs> very man. expensive we well we we did we tried that's true we did a try large that's yeah true. i have a very large clock necklace if you need a hype man <laughs> uh it just it it just bothered me so much that someone was like, "Yeah, don't become better. Leave the bad shit there to get paid tomorrow." Exactly. Like, yeah. That bugged well, it, it bugged me so much. It exactly. bugged me so much. Yep. And it it really depends on where you're being hired to. Like, there's a lot of startups that are we don't care about technical debt. We need to move fast. Mm-hmm. We don't just that's true. Well, that's, that's very true. That's one yeah, of the that's, that's one of the stressful and great things about my new job is. We do care about technical debt. Do it right the first time and work as a group to learn why we didn't allow this to get merged. into. So I I think communication that is a misnomer as well. If we're going to go down this this path, the do it right the first time is not always as clear as it seems like it should be. Right. Because you might not know what right is like you might not know what your business cases is. You might not know how the application is going to be used. So doing it right the first time might not really be an option. Now, we, we've we had sure. this experience in the, in the past. So. But I mean, I got a, I got a comment on my code today that was, hey, everything looks great. This line right here introduces an N plus one issue that could be a problem two years from mm-hmm. now. So. Just fix that one line, and it's going into master. Mm-hmm. It's like they're starting this job. That was incredibly frustrating because, hey, the review process took a half hour. You've been on another project for a half an hour fixing other things. The review comes back. Hey, change this one line to say this instead. Uh, you know, cast it with with Laravel's uh, implicit uh, uh, with statements so you can Ooh. count it when you need to. And it's like every day I get more and more comfortable with that criticism and my code comes out better and better with fewer comments every day. It's just very and it's that's the to me that's the antithesis of what this article was saying. This article was saying don't learn, don't improve because you're hurting right. the bottom line. That but when you but when you are sucks. learning you feel better. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the same way. I, I get those comments on my code all the time. I mean the past 2 days I took code that was working and literally was moving it. We're in the process of bringing middleware more into the fold of the application. So basically moving this controller into middleware, and it was really a copy-paste type of situation. So it was still horrible. And 
the person reviewing it's like really it'd be a lot easier to read and test if you split this up into more mm-hmm. files and i'm like mm-hmm. okay this was supposed to be just literally move it into middleware stop the end mm-hmm. but at the end of the day it's gonna be much much better the testing is way cleaner and, and dar- darling da- darling data and and discord you, you don't feel bad like i i'm not saying all contractors all, all lone wolves out there are bad there are artists out there who believe in the craft i mean if you're listening to this podcast if you're going that extra mile you're probably one of the exceptions to that rule right you're 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 one First of the people off, we apologize <laughs> did, did you see somebody somebody in discord said they, they they burned through all of our all of our episodes again it's like good god what is wrong with you like none of that information is good you know what is seriously you should talk to somebody yeah but, we're gonna but, get sponsored by BetterHelp soon enough. <laughs> but no, uh, you know, there are definitely like e- even when I was mainly in ops, when I when I was ops guy, I never understood the developers who were like the nine to fivers who like at the end of the day they they would tell us they were like because okay, I'm like do you code like what do you code in your off time like what do you work on it's like, fuck it's like I'm not getting paid I'm not coding it's like how how like. How right. how is that your mentality? And 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 they 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 weren't necessarily contractors; they were employees. You know, they were people who had paid jobs. And I'm not saying I worked know, with a I, hmm? I worked with a developer when when Google c- shut down their feed reader. I asked him what he's going to use as an alternative for his RSS feeds, and he he goes, "A what? Yeah, R- what's an RSS feed?" And I was like, "You've got to be kidding! You don't." have like feeds of all the programming news coming daily into your phone is like, no, I have a flip phone. I play yeah. Madden. Like as soon as, as soon as the bell rings, man, I am playing Madden and smoking weed. And I was like, that's insane. yeah. I think, I think that's what differentiates people like us from people like that. It's like, it's yeah. like, it's, it's more, it's more than, I, I mean, I always, I, I was just telling a good friend of mine recently that I feel fortunate. I can make a living doing this because I'm not going to. I'm not going to use the line "Do what you love and you don't work a day in your life." That's bullshit because this is still work, and <laughs> it's, it's not hard. It and it's hard. not always fun, right? I mean, it, 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 you you go through grinds, but I feel extremely fortunate that I'm in a position to get paid doing something that I'm passionate about and I, I and I enjoy doing. So, yeah. You know what else we're you know what else we're really really fortunate for our patrons. Our patrons. <laughs> we have new patrons. There, we got. We, we have, have new old patrons. I'm Pat- sorry? Patrons who didn't show up on the list. We have new old patrons. Patrons who stopped showing up on the list for that, one reason or another. That's true. We, we got it. We, so if you're a Patreon member and you're not on the list, you should be on this week's list because I did a fresh grab from Patreon and created a new list this week. But I'm not seeing the new members show up, so I'm getting a little nervous whether or not you have the uh, – yeah, you don't, have, you don't have the new ones. Uh, wait. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Chris C. and Tristan. I don't know what that last letter is. Is that an L or I? I. It must I. be uppercase I. Are, are new members. Most um, last names are uppercase. Yeah. yeah. So we got two, uh, Tristan and, and uh, uh, what was it? Uh, he, 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 they were in our Discord. They, were, they, were, they actually joined Discord to, to get in an extra question last week. God bless them. Uh, what is our Discord? Uh, do, we, do we have a Discord? Discord.phpugly.com. That's right, but, Discord. But, but, Eric, but, but there's more. There's more. Charlton. Charlton. Thank you, Charlton. Is that who? Is that is that the name that showed up? 
don't remember. You know, oh, there you're are more Chris. people in Discord. You're Chris and, you're Chris and Patreon. Uh, there are more him. people in our Discord channel than listen to our podcast. And they've all been waiting for your announcement that you haven't given you, yet. Only a few are in there. Only a couple in there. So actually... Right, I need... To, I need I need to check on. Okay, you check on. Okay, everybody can blame Tom for this. Blame Tom for this one. Or no, that would be shitty as hell. Let's act like I I, I told (laughs) everybody, huh? (laughs) That'd be fun. Let's let's act like we told everybody. We just move on. So just 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 like congratulate me or something when when he comes back, and uh, we'll we'll just go we'll just go. That's it. I mean, that's all I have to say about it. I'm just really excited and. Thank you. So cool. Not dumb. Up. What? Not dumb. No, I know you, what Eric's Oh, hearing. cool. You know? You heard? Yes. Yeah. Cool. It's, the, right. it's the dragon phallus thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? <laughs> big dragon dicks? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm going to have to cut that out. <laughs> uh, that will be the title of the show. I haven't decided yet. Dragon dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, big, big dragon dicks. <laughs> All right, so uh, I think that's going to wrap it up. I don't know. No, no, no. We need to hear what this secret Eric project I just talked is. about it for the last 10 minutes. We, nobody else cares. Everybody in Discord's happy. We're good. If Discord's happy, then you obviously didn't talk about it for 10 minutes. <laughs> sure what you're talking about, Tom. <laughs> God, I'm, spilling, I'm spilling scotch on me. This, this was like $5 worth of scotch right there. God damn it. Oh boy, my friend! My friend got uh, some A five Wagyu. Took it to the butcher today to get it cut, cut into pieces, so you could deep freeze it. The butcher just looked at it and went, "Holy shit!" I, I will post a picture of this on Discord. It is impressive. Okay. <laughs> you really don't have to. It, it'd be fine if you didn't post body parts. Anyway, oh yeah. That's okay. True. We ready for my well, big announcements? Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> you weren't buying it at all. That that I already gave it up, did you? Thank you, thank you for everybody in Discord for supporting me. Appreciate that. <laughs> now, 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 Ralph can be underwhelmed. <laughs> so there have been hints. As a matter of fact, during this very show, a hint was tweeted out as a feeler to see who's paying attention. And I let me tell you, I'm going to tell you right now, live on the show, how many people are paying attention. Nobody. Zero. No, actually, somebody did. Somebody liked it. Wait, what? Somebody liked it. Ah! Okay, so the whole story and nothing but the story. And this this kind of factors into uh, what we were talking about recently, where I was saying, um, Jesus Christ, Tom. <laughs> uh, where I was saying we had the question of whether or not um, we should be having guests on the show. Like there were a lot of people asking for like interviews and as somebody who's done a lot of podcasting there, there's certain podcasts out there that have stuck around for a long time, even though, you know, maybe they haven't released in a while. I asked in discord recently or today, uh, what people's favorite podcasts were. One of you know, a couple of them came up, uh, a couple of them that, uh, haven't broadcast in a while, including uh, Dev Hell, which was one of the OG uh, PHP podcasts out there. Um, and they didn't, 
they, they haven't released in uh, a couple years. Another one that comes up. So whenever somebody does the top 10, top five, whatever podcast, there's always another podcast on there that has doesn't hasn't broadcast in a while. And recently, the owner of that podcast reached out to me and said, hey, I would really like to get this going again. Would you be interested in being part of it? And me, of course, not Why thinking... You? More than two minutes ahead. Excuse me. What? What? <laughs> me what? being me. I thought I was. was I so not muted? first thing, I was extremely happy to hear from this person because I hadn't heard from him in a long time. It was. It was a him. It is him. As far as I know, he will continue to be a him. I haven't gotten any other news uh, in a very long time, and uh, there have been certain. I, I've been like, you know, hiding little hints, like. All this show, there's been a certain little elephant sitting over here, and this particular elephant happens to be the PHP Roundtable. So Sammy K reached out to me Mm. and said, I would really like to get Roundtable going again. Are you interested in helping me with this project? And I said, absolutely. Hell yeah. (laughs) Absolutely, I would be happy to help you with this project. And then uh, we started. I started working uh, on the website because the the website hadn't been updated in a very long time. Uh, even the code base, like even now, the content on the website hasn't changed. I've done a couple of things that people, a lot of people might not notice. Um, like I've changed the feed and I've I've taken away the Google Plus. Remember Google Plus? <laughs> <laughs> he had a google plus link up there i'm like yeah let's let's just remove that google plus uh, logo um but yeah uh, i actually cut over to that that version of the website uh just today so i i, I believe if you go to uh, phproundtable.com i believe you see the new version i see the new version which includes uh, uh the new feed and uh, the link to the elephant. So I just tweeted out during the show. I actually scheduled the tweet. And there's two more tweets to come. I scheduled. I, I I tweeted out on the PHP Roundtable account just a little teaser video, just to see who notices that the account tweeted something out. Um, we do have our first Roundtable set up. We will be recording it uh, in the next couple of weeks, I think. And then uh, there's some more announcements that will come out during that roundtable. Uh, but Sammy and I are very excited. I, I feel like I want to announce the guests. I don't think I... I already told you guys that one, potentially two of the guests are Discord people in our Discord. Um, so that should help you guys. You already told us that. When did you tell us? I that? told you that last week. Attention? I told you that. That last was week. last week. Oh. John was yeah. not here. So, uh, uh, so yeah. So the roundtable is starting up again, and I get to be part of it. And and there will be some more information about what my role is and what Sammy's going to be doing. But uh, you got to listen to the first roundtable for that. So I'm only partially spoiling it for you guys, but. You're the first to know. Like nobody knows that roundtable is about to happen again, and it's only going to get out there if you guys mention it. Whether I want you guys to mention it, I don't care. Like you guys can keep it to yourself. I don't care. We're going to do it, and uh, yeah, it's. I'm so excited. So, so f- the first thing you'll notice, like on roundtable now, the uh, little past episodes. 
that that's a that's a uh, live wire component. So like you can click through. It used to be one long <laughs> list. Yeah, yeah. I implemented LiveWire. Like I, I had to upgrade Laravel because I wanted to implement LiveWire. Uh, All right. Now we're really getting to what is exciting to Eric. So, so yeah, there's LiveWire in there, and uh, I'm slowly I'm slowly moving over to Tailwind. Um, I, I I'm. A, I did not. I did not understand the hype until this exact second. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Eric gets to use LiveWire. I feel we were just talking about this. I'm so passionate about this. I love talking to people about this. I do this for PHP Architect. I have a. a, We have an interview podcast there that we do. That's just one interview, usually one person, and it's related to that month's. Episode issue. issue. There you go. Thank you, John. Ar- the art- article they article they wrote in that month. Yeah, issue. this allows me to just put together panels, and, and we got a taste of that with the security uh, the the security release issue with uh, PHP internals, where we had Sarah join us, uh, Eric Mann joined us, Oscar, all of us were there, and it was good. It was like nice to have that panel again of. Just multiple people, different ideas and thoughts. And PHP Roundtable has always been one of those podcasts that even though they haven't released, uh, uh, Sammy hasn't released an episode in like three years, people all, it's always up there as one of the top four or five podcasts of PHP. So we're spinning it back up. How does that make you feel being being a current podcaster knowing that people look forward to three-year-old podcasts more than ours. i mean it's great right because well, they actually they don't actually they don't I, I i'll get ahead of this question because right now we are the number one php podcast on google search thank results. you ralph thank you darling wait what what did you just say we are the number one result for PHP podcasts. On well, results. that might be because Google knows who you are. The, the real the real test is to go to DuckDuckGo. Let's go. DuckDuckGo.com. And I'm going to type in PHP podcast. And I bet you, I bet, I bet you PHP roundtable shows up before we do. Uh, PHP voices of the elephant. Uh, vo- PC, yeah, voices PHP of the elephant. podcasts. Uh, PHP. Wow. It's PHP. Best, it's just PHP the best of list. Uh, PHP Town Hall, uh, show more results. So we didn't even make the first okay, well, page. Don't, don't blame them. Uh, uh, PHP, all right, so PHP Roundtable is not showing up, but we're not either, for, <laughs> for that matter. So, yeah. No, no but if you go to phppodcasts.com, what do you mean, do PHP Podcasts? That's the thing. Yeah, that's a, phppodcasts.com. Podcasts. That, that's, a lot, that's a stream of existing PHP Podcasts. That's, and, a, uh, that's Kyle Evans' thing, right? Actually, I, I got nothing. How are we them. not PHP? Yeah. PHP this pod- this both upsets me and doesn't upset me. This is this is exactly what I expected, and mm-hmm. I hate it. What what what? Well, our our listing on on PHP podcasts. Well, th- this just grabs everybody's feed. So whoever's got the most recent podcasts is on top. Yeah, like I said, not John- disappointed. John just, and just Discord, upset. you're absolutely right. We we do absolutely no SEO for PHP Ugly. We we do zero SEO. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, zero. Zero. Hey, if you ever want to, if you ever want to see a, a an antique of the internet, go check out the PHP Ugly subreddit, which I'm the only moderator of and hasn't had a post in <laughs> since uh, 
before the word pandemic became popular. So if, if because we have a if, whole Discord channel. Listen, listen, I'm not done talking about my stuff. <laughs> Everybody listening to PHP Ugly, you can do me a big, big favor and go to PHP Roundtable's YouTube channel and start subscribing. I want you to subscribe to PHP Roundtable because we, we, we want to get those numbers moving again. And then you know you know who it is now. I, I'm in, I'm very deeply involved. I'm tr- trust me. You're talking to like is- you talk. You tell me who you want to see around here. I have ideas, and I'm looking to put together roundtables. You let me know who you guys have the inside track. You, you this is my shit show, right? I I say what I want on this show, and I I don't have to behave myself. And you guys can tell me. You can manipulate me. I, I'm open to payment as well. You can pay me. You pay me off. No, that's not true. No, it is true. I'm ashamed of it. <laughs> it's a very elaborate breakup. So PHP Roundtable is back, baby. I, I I'm I'm still keeping a low profile. I'm gonna I'm gonna see who notices on Twitter that little teasers are coming out and see who who notices that the Roundtable. Twitter account is tweeting again, and then I'll 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 start to make my presence known more. But Roundtable is back, baby, and it's it's uh, I'm so excited. So you let me know. You let me know who you want to hear from. You let me know if you if you want to be part of Roundtable, and we'll we'll, we'll make it happen. I one hundred percent expect you to be will a guest. not be a guest ever in my life. No, I'm just kidding. I actually have an idea. For a complete roundtable of PHP podcasters, I, I'm, I'm probably going to reach out to that. That won't be the the comeback show, obviously, but uh, I'm going to start reaching out to some of the PHP podcasters, uh, PHP Town Hall, hopefully the Laravel guys, uh, you know, uh, PHP internals, and just kind of talk about you know why it is we do what we do, how how we feel like education. You know, do we feel like it, it's adding to you know the the improvement of developers um i'm very excited about this because there's a lot of people i want to talk to and this kind of gives me that 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 platform of saying hey let you know let's let's get together how often we're going to do it i don't know yet I, i'm not going to commit to once a month or once whatever right now i'm just, it's kind of loosey-goosey I, I have some show ideas i'm going to start sending out emails and letting people know that this is happening I want to do like a Laravel panel. I want to do a Symphony panel. I want to do a, a Drupal panel. Uh, I have a lot of panels in mind. I'm going to just start doing a bunch of email blasts, see how many uh, responses I get, and see what I can put together. I really want to do a PHP internals with uh, um, you. You just mentioned his name, Tom, for what we were talking about with uh, generics. Uh, I want to get uh, uh, Nikita Popov, Nikita, uh, uh, Sarah. Um, uh, the Sarah guy who does, uh, yeah, Sarah Goldman. Uh, uh, the guy who does ben Ramsey. Uh, uh, nah, not so much Ben. Screw that guy. No, just kidding. Love you, Ben. You know that. <laughs> uh, ben, uh, who's the guy who does uh, XD Bug and PHP Internals podcasts? Um, Derek. Derek. Uh, Dude, Derek. Derek. Uh, there, there's a few other people. Yeah, uh, just, uh, just kind of put together these uh, these tables, and then as I'm putting these together, as I'm getting confirmation, again my php ugly discord channel i'll let you guys know you know who who the upcoming panels are going to be you guys can start peppering me with uh questions and we'll get those questions out there i'm super excited and i think the php ugly listeners are going to come along for the ride i hope you guys come along for this ride because i want you to be part of this i want i want 
to we we had the question the question came up to me today of should am I going to do a uh, PHP roundtable Discord and my response was I, I don't know it doesn't really fit right because it's not a consistent panel I mean Discord works for PHP ugly because we're consistently here we have our consistent listeners and our consistent contributors there are other discords there are other PHP discords out there that people can be a part of. I, I just don't know whether or not PHP Roundtable needs a, a dedicated Discord. I'm not saying I'm not discounting that I, I, I'm going to do it. I'm just saying I don't know. I, I'll see once we get the show going again whether or not I, there's there's a need for it. But yeah, I'm excited. Probably probably not. I think we could blend the two together. Yeah. I think it'll be fun. Uh, Darling Data, uh, subscribe oh. to YouTube. Looking forward to new apps. Thank you, Darling Data. Do we have intro outro <laughs> No, Tom, that's our intro outro music. No, uh, we do. Uh, we do. Well, that's fine. The, there is established music uh, for. We paid PHP. for it. We'll use it. There is established music out there. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm super excited. And so now you understand. I almost blew this so many times. I almost shared my coding session as I was as I was migrating their website from. Five seven to uh, to eight. Okay, John. John didn't experience that, but wow, he almost just live streamed coding the site for it. Like it was. I, I was. It was I so was bad. so bad. And I, and I and I and I had it. And then of course, PHP Roundtable, PHP Ugly. I keep saying the words. I keep typing the words in. So many times I almost typed in because I had PHP Roundtable on the mind so, so much over the last couple of weeks. Like in Discord and talking on the show, I almost blurted it out so many times. And I'm so happy I did it. So, uh, yeah, I'm super excited. I, I'm sorry I, I couldn't to God, be if more. You're doing PHP Roundtable, and it, if you're doing PHP Roundtable and you don't show up, in Austin, I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> I'm gonna like the, the 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 podcast that's known for meeting people personally at events and interviewing them in like the lobbies of hotels, and you that's don't show table. up. What are you talking about? Roundtable, Roundtable used to do yeah. like the Roundtable was huge for doing the at the convention. That that's episodes. actually the the first time I met uh, Sammy. Uh, Sammy K yeah, was too. at Lyricon, and he 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 had, he was sitting in the lobby with Taylor, uh, Jeffrey Way, and there was a third person. Yeah. There. I don't know if it was Adam or not, and he was interviewing them. That was that was Lyricon Louisville. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, when I when I think Roundtable, the first thing I think of is Lyricon Louisville. So if you not if you're not at Longhorn, I will lose it straight <laughs> up. Lose it. <laughs> He's trying to guilt you into going. I know he is. No, it's not guilt. It's not guilt. This is a straight <sighs> up threat. So I, 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 I honestly do feel a little bad after last week's show because I know this is way more exciting for me. I'm sorry. This is way more exciting for me probably than it is. Everybody else is like, oh, great. Another podcast. Who gives a shit? You know, but to me. Dude, are you kidding me? I've always wanted to be on Roundtable. <laughs> <laughs> Now so I get my chance. This is exciting. This is very exciting to me, and uh, I, I'm I, I was blown away when it, when I saw the email from Sammy. And this was your consolation prize for not getting a release manager. <laughs> well, yeah, if you, if you were a release manager, you wouldn't have the time. I to know. Do this. I know. I, I'm already stressing about that because I, I overextend myself already. But this thing, I'm just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just That's... gonna, I'm. Just, it's going to be organic, man. It's it's going to happen. Like it's like it is what it is, and 
and we'll see where it goes. And yeah, I, uh, I'm so excited to be part of this and I hope everybody listens to the, uh, to the, to the show. And, uh, yeah, I hope you guys aren't too disappointed. (laughs) No, not at all. I'm very, I'm very excited. I'm actually, I'm actually kind of glad it's not a SAS that might fail. <laughs> yeah, I told I told John I'm like, dude, we need I need more this week. Like what I have sucks. I mean, that <laughs> sucks, but it's just not enough. We 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 need to release this. John's like, nah, I don't think so. I'm like, please, dude, please. <laughs> no, it's so sad. Not ready. Sad Eric is difficult to deal with. I'm glad this will not produce a sad Eric. <laughs> Last week, I realized uh, I had taken away admin privileges from Tom John, and uh, he wasn't seeing the uh, the special Patreon Patreon only uh, her <laughs> channel in Discord clear, anymore. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't admin privileges. It was membership privileges. I like that. I was not allowed to be in the Patreon That's channel. Right. I booted his ass. So, what's what's even I will funnier? Never mute you again. What's even funnier is he still hasn't realized what I did to him during that show on the audio version. So uh, that that I, I still I, have I, that. I never That's special. Will. No, never will. you don't ever listen to the audio version. And, nope, and I ha- I have that special special feeling in my heart of of of, of what I did to your uh, stream for that. So yes. Oh, Frank. So Frank in our Discord, I talked about le- leaking. I've been so I've been so paranoid. So so John John caught on. Uh, you know, again, I, I, this this is getting interweaved with uh, Diego Dev and stuff. But I had created a PHP roundtable channel in our Discord, and I have it as pri- oh, did you really? yeah, I have it as private. And I'm like I'm like I'm pretty sure if I have it as private, people can't find it because that's where I have. Honeybadger.io reporting to Honeybadger.io, the sponsor, the official sponsor of PHP Ugly. Maybe PHP Roundtable? I don't know, Honey Badger. What do you think? Huh? But I have it reporting to uh, to a channel in our Slack channel. And I'm like, I'm like, wait, can they see this? Like, can they can they maybe they can't join it, but maybe they can find it, you know? So I thought maybe like people were seeing the, the Discord channel in there. Yeah, man. But so you you brought up Frank. Why is that? Did you? No, Fr- Frank's or? in our Discord. He said, "I'm very excited. That's very exciting." Oh, I thought you. I thought that played into this whole. Yeah, no, I, 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 I was. I, I've been very paranoid that that our our uh, DAO Dev employees were going to find out because I couldn't remember if a private channel was hidden from other people it, stumbling across you, it you could ask me and i could t- i could tell you it is hidden because <laughs> i can't see it all right i've got some stuff to close Let's this do out. it and it's close not it, doom it and gloom it's good That's news awesome to hear ftc has voted unanimously to enforce right to repair That's oh great. wow that is great uh for those of you who don't know right to repair is different in the u.s than it is in other countries the United States already operates under what is known as the Magnus. Oh, I lost it. <laughs> oh, damn it. Really wanted to sound like I knew exactly what I was talking about. 
the Magnuson Moss Warranty Act, which which basically said uh, those warranty void if broken stickers mean nothing, and that really? you are allowed to repair. Yes, the, since 1975, those stickers have meant nothing. They're not legally enforceable, and if someone tries to enforce them, you can find them. You can get them fined a lot of money. That's why you don't really see them anymore, is because. About 10 years ago, someone sued the ever-living crap out of Sony and Microsoft and easily won in court because this is a standing decision. Uh, This law requires the specifications for repair of devices as well as the components to be provided by the manufacturer. So this isn't just like you can repair your phone. This is your warranty isn't void if you do repair your phone and you can go to the Apple website and buy official replacement parts. Uh, This is a huge move forward. It's not quite in the position of legally enforceable yet because it's just an FTC decision, but it's a huge move forward and I'm super excited about it. Um, And it also means that the, the little kiosk stores that fixed phones that you saw 10 years ago might be showing back up again because if you hadn't noticed they kind of disappeared Mm. so right to repair is in the news that's great uh there was a release of the state of the developer ecosystem from JetBrains. why is this boring that's just uh, nothing everyone's running php 7.4 uh 76 percent of people um only 34 percent of people are on php 8 in any form that's good Most, to me. Wait, you're saying you're saying you're saying between PHP seven four and eight is a hundred percent of the market? You said seventy four and no. So uh, this is a 100. multiple choice. This is a multiple choice question oh, about okay. what environments gotcha. are gotcha. you developing? Mm-hmm. Uh, so only thirty four percent of all developers in PHP are using PHP eight. The reason I say that seventy six percent of PHP seven point four is bad is because it has four 7.4. months left. Yeah. Yes, I don't know. I, I think that's that's decent. I mean, I I'm, I'm not. I don't think that's. I'd bad. like to see people moving to eight. Seventy-four uh, percent of people develop in local environments. Uh, people don't use Xdebug, even though it exists and it's great. That's amazing. Sixty-seven percent. Yeah, I know. Sixty-seven percent of people are using Laravel. Uh, uh, wow! Uh, of of the people who responded to this uh, survey, sixty-seven percent. So more than half. The developers out there are using Laravel. Yeah, um, and twenty four percent responded. Yeah, twenty four percent of them are using respond. Symphony, not understanding that Laravel runs on Symphony. <laughs> so weird to me. But why, why do you why do you say that? What's 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 weird about that? Uh, that just what Laravel runs on. I, mean, I think if you're, yeah, hmm. I don't know. I mean, like I, 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 I it's funny because. The, the, and everyone that said Laravel should have also checked off Symphony because they. Yeah. Were using it. I, I don't think it, I don't think that would be a fair statement. But okay, go ahead. I, I yeah. agree with you. I'm That's not here for fair statements. <laughs> no, you're not. You're uh, here to piss people off. <laughs> yeah, eighty-four percent of people are not using asynchronous libraries asynchronous whatsoever. Libraries, okay. Sixty-three uh, percent of people. Use PHP unit. Twenty-eight percent of people don't test their code at all. Sixty-three percent of people lying. use PHP Storm. Only one percent use Vim. One percent of PHP developers. This is it. Look, okay. This listen. This is a, this is a a survey by JetBrains. I wasn't going to include that because it's easily the most biased question. That's true. The whole thing. Very valid. I, I'm going to say whether you use PHP Storm, VS Code, uh, Sublime or them or Adam, which are all on this list, 
Learn learn them bindings. They will it will change your life. I promise you. I agree with them. Go ahead, Tom. Don't finish. (laughs) Finally, Laravel News published a blog called "Look at What's Coming to Laravel 9. Eric, this is on your. This is on your I board. Told Did you, you not read to it? Do that to me, man. I told you not to do. I'm that. doing it. I'm doing it very particularly. Uh, on purpose no, I I, I read it, but a, I don't it is remember an, it. It is an empty article that says oh, actually, be updated in the future. Actually, this 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 anonymous stub migrations seems kind of cool. Uh, anonymous stub migrations is cool. So, so if you worked in Laravel long enough, you've probably run into the problem of naming like multiple migrations the same thing. Uh, this Laravel anonymous stub migrations, which will, which is actually in 8.37, will now be the default in Laravel nine. Actually, removes right. that 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 collision, that name collision. So um, you've you've zeroed in on the only thing that isn't actually new in PHP in Laravel. What do you want from me? Hey, did I tell you I'm the I'm the host well, of uh, PHP Roundtable? Did I tell you that Laravel nine is going to require PHP eight? So. That's true. Okay, so Laravel 9 will require PHP 8. The reason that's not news is that 7.4 will not be supported after December. Laravel 9 will not launch until January. So that should be... Which, again, you should be happy about, Tom. They pushed the release date of Laravel 9 back. They're not just releasing in September because it's when they said they were going to release. They're pushing it to January because Symphony isn't releasing until... Whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you should, you should be happy. You should be happy. Okay, here's here's where I'm not. Here's where I'm not happy is that they made the ridiculous mistake in the same paragraph of saying, "So moving forward, Laravel 10 is January 2023, and Laravel 11 is 2024 January." If you, why would you bother extrapolating that information if you know that it's going to change? Don't bother saying. Hey, you know Laravel 11's in 2024 January. It's obviously not going to be. This is a pointless <sighs> extrapolation of data. It just this article's filling space, and then it says, "And well, you're the one that put it in the show anything. notes." It's so. I, you're you're why the write one an that, article if there's nothing to write about. You're the one that gives nothing. Giving it time. You're you're you literally you just waste your time talking about it. Where's the card at? I don't see the card. You didn't, it's on your. You didn't, yeah, oh, there's no. Uh, whatever. Moved it over. All right. I've had way too. I said. Much. I said. I said. And finally, that's it. And finally, if you want to hear more of Eric, I guess go to PHP Roundtable. This is like that's his thing. He breaking Coming up with up. me and John. Breaking, breaking up is not that hard well, to do after you. all. <laughs> I apologize. Breaking up with John and I, or John and me. John and I. I like that better. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. You can't pull me. You can't stop me from doing this this podcast. <laughs> Could not many, physically move. Many have tried. Many have tried. Okay, I think that is it. Episode yes. 246 full of new interesting things is in the book. I'm Eric. Are you going to do a roundtable every day now trying to catch up to the 246? I'm John. I'm Tom. Keep it ugly. Keep it ugly. Keep it ugly.
One, two, one, two, uh, coming off the top, y'all know how we do Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric Yo, he's never on some average shit, you know Eric, he stays loud and passionate I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song Yo, shout the host name Thomas cause he's never wrong Yo, shout to John, you know that he's smart and quiet Unlike my freestyles which cause a riot I'm about to do it like this cause the people love me Shouts out to PHP, the ugly, it's called ugly cause it's not professional But I'm about to come through and bless it with style So let's do it when I'm spitting, I perfume the room Yo, the segment of the show is called Doom and Gloom That came from Thomas, yeah, can nobody go beyond this I get the mic and then I'm about to keep it like a promise Yeah, and y'all know we fill them up with anguish We talking about the PHP, the programming language About to break it down, no exaggeration What do y'all do for a living? Web applications, okay I can dig it, my words spray tight Uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights Yeah, when it comes to rhyming You can call me the new dude I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube So let's get it, you know my lyrics are major All up in the comments, they got plenty of haters But they doing what they doing Keep it ugly, we ending every show With the saying it's lovely, let's go Yeah